She wears a nappy cause it makes her happy She's too cool for smooth Kings and cores are too free spirited To be restrained by herbs and oils These queens who doing it There's a natural crown of truth Braids worn in all sorts of twists Shades of labor of love for the Welcome to Sisters News. I am Brianna Thompson, and here is the latest celebrity Sisters News and Tea. American rapper and model Ruby Rose, who used to date a famous YouTuber and rapper DDG, just confirmed that she is now dating French Montana. She spoke out to the Shade Room about this relationship and said, It's new, we chilling, and getting to know each other still. Now, if you need a little backstory to Ruby Rose and DDG love cycle, just last month, Rose posted DMs from DDG, allegedly asking, what are you on? And Ruby responding, you hitting me today, y'all argue, is so you, LOL. DDG responded to Twitter, stating the messages were photoshopped, and DDG's girlfriend, Holly Bailey, seemed less phased by the situation, as she is the definition of, I'm a stick beside him. Moving on, musical artist finesse two times, race in Tennessee, made statements live on Angela Yee's Lip Service podcast. States that he has not one, not two, but yet three girlfriends. He said, I got to have more than one woman. Now we all stay together. Thanks for tuning in to Sisters News. I'm Rihanna Thompson. Here is Jay Rose. I am here with Janae Johnson. And what does dating mean to you, Janae? Um, dating is more of a, a one step at a time process for me. So I'm not a mul date multiple people type of person. I'm a date to marry type of person. So I want to know what you're doing, where you're going and your goals. I think dating means you have a specific commitment to another person, whether that's heterosexual, homosexual, or, you know, what whatever your preference is but dating is you know it comes after the talking stage where you know you're getting to know someone i feel like dating is you have a you have a certain commitment a certain contract with that person that says i will not you know talk to other people i will not look at other people in ways that make you seem like i want to pursue them dating to me is an experience where you figure out if the other person you with you're with um is compatible with you and you want to spend the rest of your life with that person so in that experience you get to spend time with them understand their nature and see if your morals and ethical responsibilities align so dating to me is like it's not a one-time thing it's like uh like two people that just like want to go out have a good time and they could just you know talk to each other whenever like they need to like you don't you know the talking stage is just like you're just texting back and forth getting to know each other but dating is like you actually spend time with that person and it's not like an official thing but you're like you know just out here having a good time and like in the future like i'd say to have like the dating uh like title i'd say you have to like know in the future that another date's going to happen at some point like it doesn't have to be tomorrow or it doesn't have to be next month it could just be like well actually well I'd say a certain time frame because that's just going on a date that's not dating but if you consistently like see something with this person then you're like going out having a good time then yeah i think that's considered dating but when it comes to like the talking or boyfriend stage uh boyfriend girlfriend stage i feel like that's a little bit different 
Thank you, Brianna, for that awesome system new, Sisters News, and welcome to another fabulous episode of Sisters right here, doing it for ourselves on Be More Radio. It's your girl, Jay Rose, and I'm excited for tonight's show because we are going to be talking about the fun and yet sometimes unknown waters of dating here in 2023, along with our very special guests. And I want to start to roll out some of who we're going to have with us tonight. Our first guest is going to be Joshua. Josh, are you with us? Hey, Josh. Hey, how are you? Hello. Thank you for having us. Thanks for being with us. Yes, that's great. So can you just give us like maybe 10 minutes kind of about, you know, who you are, age, relationship status? Yes, so my name is Joshua Bryant, and I am 26 years old, and my current relationship status is single. All right, all right, all right. So, brother, you're going to be in for a good one, because we got the ladies with us. So our first <laughs> is Yana. Yana, how are you? I am doing well. How are you? Yes, how you doing, Queen? What's going on? I'm great. Um, my name is Yana. I am 26 years old, and I am single. Hey, y'all some nice single people. Our next guest is Julia. Julia. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I am wonderful. Good to see you. Yes. So I'm Julia. I'm 23 and I'm single. All right. All right. And last but not least, we have Kalia, girl. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. What about you? I'm doing wonderful, y'all ladies and gentlemen here. I'm doing great. My name is Kalia. I'm 22 and I'm single. Okay, okay. So I, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. It's, it's I, I was married now, so I've been out of the dating game for a long time. But I am very intrigued of how others are able to manage to date in a world where, even though we're all more connected than ever, we still struggle more than ever in finding meaningful relationships. I'm sure you would agree with that. But before we get into things popping, let's. We'll go to a quick clip, and then when we come back, we will kind of discuss some of the common dating dilemmas that some of us have after, and we will discuss in one moment. You know, it's gangster. for like, you know, you could do some things here. You know what else is nice? Mm. Got some sexy-ass lips. Mm. Just want to bite them. Suck on them. Suck your lips off your face. Mm. Yeah. Do some thumbnails right there. Holla. You don't want to mess with your boy right here. I mean, if you like pleasure. Hey, hey! 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 Hey, come here, plow. Yes, sir. What kind of fish is this Philip Mignon? I'm sorry? Y'all got Chinese food? Uh, I'm sorry we don't, sir, but how can I help you? You know what? Sorry. Just give me some scrimps, man, some, and some uh, uh, some hot sauce and some uh, some fries with it for the lady. Yeah, you know what? This water is going to be just fine. So, guys, as you can see, even with the best of us, the struggle is real. And with that, I want to you know at least ask everyone, since all of you guys are single, I'm curious to know why. And is it by choice or is it by circumstance? 
Let's start with the, let's start let's start with our brothers since we since we all <laughs> since all sisters is all here. What's going on, Josh? Okay, okay. Uh, so yeah, so I'm single. I'm single by choice right now, um, and just basically because I'm just trying to make sure I'm getting everything together with my life and everything. So. I know that's. What about you, Yana? Um, it's a little bit of both, honestly. Um, I am a lover girl. I'm typically in long-term relationships, and I've been single for the past two years. And so uh, I chose to be single to work on my inner peace and self-healing. But at this point, it's kind of circumstance. <laughs> I swear, it's like that sometimes. What about you, Clea? What's got you single? Um, by choice, I really don't want to date. I mainly wanted to focus on healing, but also I wanted to focus on my career. Okay, I'm liking this. There's a lot of self healing going on. Julia, what's what's got you single these days? Um, I feel like it's by it's both kind of. Um, so I've never been in a long term committed relationship. And now I feel like I'm kind of, I'm more interested in that. And so I feel like it's more so a circumstance now, but it's still by choice in the sense of not, I'm not really putting myself out there necessarily. So, yeah. That's great. I, I'm loving all of this, finding inner peace, getting yourself together first, because it's really missing nowadays. And so I, I know that dating is a very broad term. And so everyone may have a different definition, but I'd like to know from each of you, what is your definition of dating? And is dating only casual or does it have to be exclusive? What's your definition? I'll start with Julia. Ah, okay. Um, so I think dating can be casual, but as for me, I'm not really a casual dater. So I'm more so, um, I feel like my, my thought process is just a little different because I don't, necessarily like go out on dates. Like I said, I don't really put myself out there. So I don't know. I, I think it definitely can be casual. And a lot of people I think now are more so looking for casual, you know, just that type of thing. But as for me, I'm more of an exclusive girly, you know, so. Okay, okay. Yana, what, do you, what, what say you? I think dating is more so getting to know people is more casual. You can date multiple people at one time. Um, it depends on you and your speed, of course. If you can only manage talking to two people or throughout a day, then, you know, of course, that's what you're going to start. But dating, in my opinion, is just casual, but it can, it should also progress to the exclusive stage. So if you guys decide to be exclusive, be in a relationship, you still need to date. All the same things they did to get you smooth, then they still have to do. So it's, I guess interchangeable. Mm -hmm. Courting is a long-term process. I got you. Mm -hmm. And Cleo, what 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 would you say is your definition of, of dating? Um, I would say the same thing. It is kind of more so casual. You have to end up being casual to start up. To I mean, sorry, to end up being exclusive at the end of the day because you have to get the get to know the person before anything. Absolutely. Brother Josh, I know it's different for guys sometimes. Sometimes we ladies think one thing and maybe on another point. So what is your definition of dating? So uh my definition my definition of dating is really just um having a collection of um 
of occasions or setting the setting for a, a, a collection of occasions where you're getting to know a person, you're getting to know what a person likes, what they dislike, um, and then even just just trying to just feel that person out, whether it be um, a casual lunch or a dinner or walking uh, walking around the park. Um, I feel that all of those, um, all of those, um, are examples of dating. Um, so I feel that uh, dating is a very casual thing. Okay. So I know you all been single for a decent amount of time. So I think you can all answer this honestly. But let's start with Leah. What would you say is your biggest obstacle or challenge in dating right now, and why? Um, I'll say one of my biggest obstacles is seeing other people's mindset and perspective. When it comes down to dating, I feel like you should at least know where you're trying to go and know your path or have something built up for you. So when we come together, it should be us building something and then starting from there. But most times it's not like that. It's just them being there. And that's a struggle right there, just knowing that they're not trying to better themselves at times. Amen. I can, I can give an amen to that. Julia, what's your biggest obstacle in dating? Um, I think right now is, I, I would say not really putting myself out there. Like I said earlier, I, I don't know that I'm necessarily putting myself in position or in places to um, open that up for me. So I think the me, you know, and then also um, even like social media. So I don't have, I feel like a lot of relationships are coming up from social media and um, I don't have an Instagram right now. And I'm like, dang, I should probably be on Instagram. You know, I don't know. Like it seems, I don't know. So I'm like, maybe that's an obstacle. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's yeah. fair, especially to fit the whole fear of missing out thing on social media. I'm with you there. Yana, what would you say is your biggest obstacle as far as dating? I, I will say um, I'm not attracting the men I want or, in, or need in my life right now, uh, which is why I'm just trying to work on myself because energy you put out is energy you receive, right? Um, so I'm getting a lot of immaturity and just men who aren't ready to take on the responsibility of being in a relationship, uh, especially with a woman like me because I'm... I'm not the easiest to date, I'm not. And also, um, uh, I also have a struggle when it comes to uh, dating outside of my, uh, dating someone who doesn't have the same financial means as me has been a struggle as well because men tend to see a woman making more than them as a challenge or just something that kind of bruises their ego a bit. So it's slim pickings. <laughs> <laughs> That's honest, and and I appreciate your your vulnerability of saying I'm not attracting who I want to attract. Because that's a hard thing to admit that we're not attracting what we want. So mm -hmm. I think that's really important to realize that. And so Josh, I'm gonna ask you the same thing about what's your biggest challenge. I will say this on the guy's standpoint. I always hear that most men are are look for sex only when they're dating. And I don't, and I don't want to speak for all men. So I'm curious to know what you think about that, and what is your biggest obstacle as it pertains to dating? You said most men are looking for what? Are looking for the you know what? <laughs> you know what um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. As far as that, I mean, I feel that I feel that um, there are a lot of men who are really upfront about it. 
but me, I think my biggest challenge right now with dating is that um, from my side, um, just as just as uh, Julia was saying, that it is kind of hard to um, really uh, get into someone starting from social media. You know, I'm more of an in-person kind of person. I I, I value um, more so having like physical moments. Uh, to get to know to get to know someone, rather as getting to know them over a FaceTime or a or a, a text message. My text game is pretty weak, um, so um, I think for me is is just also um, having that social media uh, uh, presence, and then also I think on my side as well. I think I, another challenge I have is really to stay interested. Um, sometimes it's hard to stay interested. Awesome. I'm also more of an in-person type of person to create the connection um, uh, in your presence. But um, I feel like a lot of friendships can be created through social media. And once you start a friendship with someone, then it can progress to more. But um, I, I don't use social media to date. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. <laughs> and, and, and with every, and you would think that social media would kind of open up the dating game a little bit more broadly. And so like, Cleo, what what would you say? Has social media made it easier or harder to date today? And why do you think so? I'll say harder today, honestly, because it's like everybody wants to keep a persona up and they want to look like someone else or they want the relationship to be goals, depending on. But I really don't. Let me just, can I get some more time to think on this? Yeah. yeah. So, Julia, what do you think has been really challenging as far as has social media been getting easier or harder these days? Um, I feel like I'm going to struggle with this one because, like I said, I don't really have, I have like a Facebook, but I barely get on that. So, I, for me, I guess from the other side, like not having it, I know I'd be on YouTube. And, you know, people are like, oh, how me and my husband met on Instagram. And I'm like, oh, wow, okay. Am I missing out on something, you know, because I don't have that. So I think I don't, I don't necessarily know if it's making it better or worse because I think I'm kind of hearing, you know, like, oh, we kind of met on social media. We met on this, we met on that. I'm like, oh, wow, you know, there's a whole world out there. But for me, I don't necessarily, I'm not on it to see whether it's, I feel like it's making it harder or Do you think do any of you think that it can be possible somewhat to find a meaningful relationship on social media? I think it's possible. Yeah, it's possible. But it's a preference thing, I guess. I do think it's harder a little bit deeper to the customer, just like Julia said, um and Leah. Um not a lot of people are on social media. Then also people who are on social media are uh, putting on a certain persona. Mm -hmm. So am I really good to know this person or am I just looking at all these pictures of them with a aesthetically pleasing background and 
them going on these trips that they go on all the time, they've only been once and just posting the pictures over and over, like, am I really getting to know who someone is or who they want the world to perceive them as? That's a great way to put it. That is hilarious. (laughs) People do that a lot, which kind of leads me into, like, what there are fears that most people have about entering relationships. And so I want to know, let's, I'll start with Julia. What would you say is your biggest fear about getting into a relationship when you're ready? Hmm. I think getting to getting into a relationship with the wrong person, I think that's for me like my biggest fear because I just know how valuable time is. And you know, I think you know, with dating, there is gonna be okay, not everybody's gonna be, you know, oh yes, this is the one, this is the person, you know, I'm gonna be in a long-term relationship with them. But for me, I just value like my time and I just, you know, I'm I'm an all-in type of person. So getting into something and like wasting time and like potentially with being in a relationship with the wrong person, I think that's like a big fear of mine. A fear of wasting time. If that okay, I got you. Josh, what would you say from a guy's perspective? Do you think is what is your your biggest fear about getting into a relationship? Uh, my biggest fear about getting into a relationship is just uh, thinking about investing that time, and then at the end of the day, the person not really know me. You know what I'm saying? I'm investing this time to know a certain person, but then the actions might not be reciprocated, and then they end up not even knowing, knowing me for real. Okay. I hear a lot of fear of wasting time with the wrong person type of vibe here. Leah, what would you say is your biggest fear about a new relationship? Just like Julia had touched base on, I'm wasting time. It's mainly one of my biggest issues because I don't want to have to. I love get once I'm in love, I like loving the person. So I put a lot of time in, and sometimes I can lose myself depending on how much love I got for a person. And that right there scares me at times. So I have to stop that. Okay. And I, and I like that, you know, it's, you guys are kind of saying similar things is that you want to be able to, to have your time well spent with the right person. And so are there with that, are there any dating turn ons or deal breakers that turn you off in dating someone? I'll start with uh, Yana. Um, I would say dating turn ons is someone who at least know what they want, where they're going. You know, you can't can't leave with no direction. And I don't think anyone should be dating if they don't know what they're doing with themselves. How are you going to bring somebody else into that? You know? So it's definitely a turn on to someone at least who know the path they want to take. Like, are you looking for long term? Are you, what are your career goals? What are your life goals? Like, what do you want? Are you sure about what you want? Um, and some turn offs would be the complete opposite, being unsure about what you want. And we're all young. So of course your mind changed, life changed, things happen. But uh, one thing you should be certain of is whether or not you want to be in a relationship. So if you if you don't know, if you're in one of the people that's in a gray area of I'm just I'm just looking around, I'm just going with the flow, yeah. then that's a turn off. People who don't like to put labels on things is what right. I think comes to mind there. And so I want to get everyone else's answer on that. But before we do that, I want to go to a very, very brief commercial break. Make sure the lights is on. All everything is on the up and up. So we will be right back on Sisters right here at B1 Radio. 
All right, all right, all right. Welcome back, everyone. And we are here with the singles panel, and we are talking about dating in this 2023 era that we are in. And so we left off last time talking about turn-ons and deal-breakers. So, Julia, to pick up where we were before, what would you say is your dating turn-ons or deal-breakers that turn you off about dating someone? Something that turns me off about dating someone is someone who um, is a liar, doesn't know the truth. I'm, I'm really big on just, you know, being honest, being transparent, you know, being upfront about whatever it is. So um, I think that's definite. When I see a lot of inconsistencies and stuff like that, in terms of honesty, that's something that I'm just kind of like, okay, yeah, no. Um, and a turn on is when... I think a person's character matches um, what they say about themselves. So I think people are really good at saying like, oh, I'm this, I'm that, I'm good at this, or I'm this type of person. But like when it actually matches that, I think that's such a turn on because anybody can say anything. We can all say we're a bunch of, you know, great stuff. But um, when I can actually see that, that fruit, like that's, that's really a turn on to me. I like that. I like that answer. Josh, what would you say your biggest fear or either fear or biggest turn on or turn off about dating someone new? Is it on me? Yep. Okay, my bad. I'm so sorry. Are you um, good? Yeah, no, I feel that uh, uh, turn on is when like energy is just matched and it's like matched before you even have to ask for it. Like like I'm putting in a lot of time on uh, trying to time and thought on what what the next date is gonna be or like what it is or like what my plans are for it, and then I see when I go to talk to you about it, you already had this kind of plan or you already had something like that of that nature, and it's like that like consistently, that's a turn on. Um, turn off when dating is honestly for me is if I come over your house and I see that you have like sheets instead of like. Window curtains, that for me is a definite turn off. <laughs> Ooh, he called somebody out. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can either say amen or you can say ouch. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. You see, Josh, you can drive right past somebody's house and see if that's a turn off. <laughs> That's like if I see that I'm walking straight out. Okay. <laughs> that that is such a golden answer. I never I thought you were gonna go the direction of like the bonnet and the and the and that type of thing, but not the not the curtains. <laughs> That's fair. Oh gosh, I don't know, Clea. Can you top that? What are your daily turn ons and ice? <laughs> um. So my deal breakers for surely are being someone's therapist. I really dislike doing that a lot. I noticed that I attract a lot of people that have a lot going on with their families and stuff like that. So that's kind of a whole turn off just knowing about their whole life and everything that they're going through. And I'm like, you sure you're ready to date? But not being trustworthy, um, lying a lot. And also really not knowing where your head is. My turn-ons, knowing what you want to do, reciprocating the energy. Um, 
has that confidence and also wants to get back to the community. And I think, and I think that it's really interesting that you mentioned that people who have too much baggage, you know, can sometimes be a turn off. And so, as where, so as as young people, where would you where do you go to find someone you want to date? Like, where 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 do you start? If not social media, where would you say? I guess ideally would be a good place to to meet someone. I'll start with, let's see, Yana. What do you think? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. Fair answer. That's why we're all single. <laughs> I, I had a feeling someone was going to say, if I knew, then I wouldn't be single. Were from like my job or, or when I was in college or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Outside of that, I don't know, Target. Maybe maybe I need to go to Target. Okay, let me put it this way. Do you do you guys agree that are bars a good place, for example, to meet a potential date? Bars or clubs? I don't see why not. No. He said I don't see why not. That's fair. Because okay. how you get them is how you lose them. So if you mess someone in a bar in a club, you're gonna probably have issues with them being at bars and clubs while you're in a relationship, or at some point, especially if you're as a woman or or a man, if you're if you don't go out often, it was a one-off type thing. You met this amazing person as you thought, but they go out every weekend, mm. or they go out three times a month. You know, it's it's. Yeah, if if you want someone in that lifestyle, yes, bars cool because that's what you want. But if you're not a bar and party person, then don't go to a bar or club to meet someone. Okay, yeah. Josh, I heard you say that there's nothing wrong with it necessarily. You want to elaborate? Why do you think either a bar or a, a club could could potentially be a good place to meet someone? Well, I mean, I just feel like if. A, a bar and a cl- and or a club. It's just, it's another it's another social outing, another social gathering. Not um a lot. The, and I feel and like I know some people who they don't really go out much, but they do be trying to meet people. So they do be going to clubs every now and again to meet people. You could potentially run into that person, and they might not that that may not be their scene either, and or they might just out be with friends and they. Friends are into that, and they want to hang with their friends, and they know that that's probably not their life. And you might also meet them there. So I don't know. I just feel I just feel that like any uh any public opportunity is an opportunity, or any like public gathering or something like that. There's an opportunity there. Okay, so it, it's possible. I, I see what Yana says. It may not be likely because that could lead to other potential issues, but it is possible. Clea, what do you think? Uh, is do you think a bar or a club can be an ideal place to meet someone? Um, no, not really, in my honest opinion, because when we have when I'm in the club, I know for a fact that's just for a good time, not a long time. So if you see me that night and you try to see me the next day, no, I'm not coming out because I'm a busy woman. I'm worried about my business at the moment. Okay, so so if we can all agree for the most part, if that bars or clubs can, are kind of questionable, where would you say? And I know I might have asked this in a different way though, but where would you find a place where you could meet someone that has the same values as you, 
or is it just kind of a by happenstance type of thing? They come to you. I feel like they come to you when it's your time. Okay. So so don't try to 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 go find it. Let it find you. Yes, it'll be it'll find you more than you expected. Okay. What do you think? I want to ask, let's start with Julia. I'm curious, what do you think is the most common misconception or stereotypes about dating either black men or or what they say about dating black women? And do you believe any of it is true? Um, so common misconceptions about dating black men. Okay. I think a stereotype is that, well, I'll start with black women that we all, what I'm hearing more so now is that we're all looking for somebody like who makes a lot of money, six figures, you know, and like that's the, we're, we're yeah, the money aspect. I think not all black women are looking solely for that or this person who has to have, you know, be here in the social class and make, you know, this X amount of money. I think that that's a misconception. I personally, you know, there are black women, yes, and that is the standard. And okay, if that's for them, that is. But I don't think that that's um, broadly, you know, true for most black women. And then for men, um, I'm gonna let somebody else answer that one because I can't think of one right now. Yeah, I'll come back. Yana, what do you think? Do you, what do you think? It, there are any misconceptions about dating black men or with black women? And also, I'm curious to know. Why do you think professional black women have problem finding black men? That's a problem. That's a good one. Um, when it comes to the common misconception of black women, or I will say just in in all honesty, culturally as a whole, the black black men and women, um, we speaking or having wealth isn't something that was pretty much widespread, right? culturally, right? Especially not here in the United States. A lot of other cultures of, um, they do, wealth is a standard, at least for marriage, at least for marriage, having something to, to provide is a standard. I think that um, a, a stereotype for black men are, they're looking for their mother and women. They're looking for someone to take care of them versus a stereotype of black women is that they're trying to take over the household. They're trying to be the dominant presence in the household and run everything. But neither, in my opinion, are true for the masses, for sure. Um, there are plenty of Black men who know what it is to provide. And even if they don't have a lot, just know what it is to take care of their family. There's plenty of Black women who they, they're Yes, they're uh, maybe dominant in the household or they have a dominant presence, but they know what it is to be a wife and to be a mother, to be a girlfriend, to provide that type of feminine energy when it's needed. Um, and in professional settings, dating for professionals, <laughs> uh, it's, it's a bit harder because my, as a, the window in which you will have for your selection, the window of people that you have it's a lot smaller when you're looking for someone who's in the professional world. Um, uh, African-American women have a higher college graduation rate than African-American men. Um, corporate jobs are seeing a, a giant spike in uh, African-American women 
um, versus African-American men in corporate roles still kind of going at a steady pace. So it's kind of causing a challenge as far as like the progression in which Black men and Black women are moving up socially is impacting our dating life too. Okay. That kind of spoke to my soul a little bit. You said some men were looking for their mother and some, and some women are, are seen as sometimes being the overly dominant one. I was like, I've heard those things. things. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you touched on them. And so I do want us to be able to keep this going. We got to cut to a quick commercial break. Once again, this is getting too good to let go, but I'm going to let it go for a few for a few minutes and we will be right back here at Be More Radio on Sisters. Hi, we're the Sanders and we're the proud owners of Our Hour Mobile Paint Party. With 28 years of painting experience, we provide family-friendly social painting events for all ages. And if you're a collector, you can get your next conversational art piece by visiting OurHourForYou.com Or call us it's official. Now this is my proclamation, Cynthia. I'm giving up on men. Why? Because I'm 31, I've never been married, I don't have any kids, I don't even have a cat to curl up with, and because I make six figures, I can't find a decent man to save my life. What was wrong with this guy? Are you kidding me? The man had no class, Sin. No, he had no class. He was screaming across the restaurant for some scrimps. <laughs> yeah, scrimps. I don't even know how to spell scrimps. Am I being unreasonable? All I want is a man who knows when to hold me and rub my feet and make me feel safe. Is that too much to ask? No, sweetie, it's all possible if you just relax your standards a little bit. Girl, whatever. What's up with the black men all trying to be down? All of a sudden, everybody's gotta be down. Like, speaking correct English is somehow uncool. Like, verb-noun agreement is just too much. And if I see another black man over 30 in a throwback jersey, girl, I'm gonna scream. What was that? I just saw one. All right, all right, all right. We are back here at Sisters on Be More Radio. We just came off of a clip that is from one of my favorite movies, Daddy's Little Girls, where uh, our character, Gabrielle Union, is obviously having a very challenging time as a professional woman, you know, dating and, and why it's really so difficult for her to just get the simple things out of what she wants in a partner. Um, we, we kind of talked about that a little bit before the break. I want to, you know, bounce back to what, why do you think professional women are having a problem finding black men? And, and are there any misconceptions or stereotypes in dating the opposite sex or so or same sex? Josh, what do you think? It's on you, Josh. I think that a misconception. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Mm-hmm. Hello? Yep, you're good. I can hear you. That are common misconceptions for uh, for um, black black women. A lot of people that uh, or that some people feel that uh, black women are becoming more masculine. That they are um, that they they that is hard to approach them because they because they're losing their softness or um, some of that or or that they that they want to control as well just as what was what was said before and i also said that i that i really disagree with that statement 
I feel that uh, black women are in those things. Black women, I just feel that black women are a little bit more cautious now because their trust may have been broken by certain uh, men that they may have dealt with and have allowed themselves to let go and be that soft um, person. And um, and that, and as a casualty of the result of that relationship, they have had to put a front and be more masculine and, and or perceived to be more masculine, take control. A common misconception about black men is that um, majority of black men are stereotyped to only want one thing or something that is superficial or uh, not lasting, which I disagree with that as well. I feel that strong black men who do want uh, something that's more than purely superficial and that um, for the for 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 the same reason of why the uh, black woman may be may be uh, perceived as being um, uh, masculine is that again um, the black has been broken because of uh, some of the bad apples that were that were a part of the witch habit for the bunch of the other ones that were good. Your perspective. I see a lot of strong black women sitting there. That kind of that kind of puts us in a position where we have to kind of overcompensate, and that can be seen as being masculine. Clea, I'll let you have the last word on this particular thing. What would you say is a common either misconception or stereotype, and why do you think black women in particular have a hard time professionally, you know, finding the quality in a man? Um, okay, so I want to say Yana and Julia and Josh have basically kind of hit the main aspects that I wanted to hit points on, but I also wanted to talk about some double standards between the Black women and, you know, as a Black woman. You know, Josh, you said something about Black women being masculine. I understand that, but we have some guys that's feminine too, and they want to be taken care of by a woman, but at the same time, it's like, we just can't really judge about that. We just have to find our own matches and do our own roles. But mainly, I'll say another big issue was like women having to, you know, being housewives. Some men talk about that, having to be just cooking and cleaning and staying at home, watching the kids, having babies after babies after babies. And then they live in the best lives, but the woman has to take care of the kids. See that all too often. I get an amen for that one. This is this is this is hot, y'all. We we need to definitely uh revisit this. All right. We are back, and I want to first and foremost thank all of our guests for sharing their perspectives and insight with us now. What if I told you that this conversation is too legit to quit today? And this is not going to be the end, but only the beginning. Yes, you heard me right. We will be having a continuation part two on the highs and lows of dating, along with everyone that you heard from. And you don't want to miss that fire next week here on Sister. She wears a nap because it makes her happy. She's too cool for smooth. Kings and calls are too free spirited to be restrained by herbs and oils. These queens who doing it as a natural crown of truth.
Grades worn in all sorts of twists, shades, a labor of love for the root expressed by the child of Africa soil. It's worth the toil. Willie curls aim for the sheepish, so pick a stance. If you dare to take a glance, her thoughts will ascend you. Trust me, let's give her a chance. A pair of shears for a shiver of a lock, a twist to unwind the combination to the safe where the keys to our heart are best.